Welcome to the latest edition of One Morning I'm Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Varga here with Josh Jones recording this episode on Tuesday. Tuesday this week. Tuesday! January. First time we've done Tuesday in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Tuesday, January 24th, and I'm dying of anticipation as to what we're. Oh my god. <laughs> Bud Ice. I figured your ears are burning the last night and this morning, mm. so I figured I'd bring something to cool it down. They were. <laughs> It was funny because I, I said to you, I mean, you know, I got all kinds of shit going on at work. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of it's not great. Yeah. And uh, his, the company that writes his policy quit doing it. <laughs> so I've been scrambling around trying to find somebody else. And I was dreading that phone call. Mm. And he was in Walmart. He was Luckily, he was with Brinley and they were toy shopping. So he couldn't cuss me too bad. But he didn't hesitate to once we got off the phone, call me again to reiterate his disappointment and frustration with the situation. Oh, let's pause for a second. All right, sorry about that. That's okay. That's probably a good time to break. Yeah, yeah. So how was your day? <laughs> not bad, not bad. We had a, well, it's, it's, we've been, it's been a hell of a Monday and Tuesday. We had machines down everywhere. Yeah, we had to take all three of us down to uh, uh, Man today to try to fix the. We had five machines down at Keys Bar and Grill, so yeah, it ended up being a, a fiber was pulled out of the machine, and then we got that back in. And it doesn't work if the fibers in it; the lottery mm-hmm. can't pick it up. And then apparently somebody had flicked a, a cigarette and burned a hole through the fiber wire in another area. So, oh shit! So we thought we got it fixed. We we first put this. Oh this. Well, yeah. But anyway. Yeah, but it wasn't nearly as bad as the morning, the evening and morning. I'm sure you have had. Yeah, it's been, <laughs> it's been, been rough. Been rough. So anyway, I thought I'd treat you with some butt ice. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Cheers. I didn't know they still made that. I didn't either. In fact, I, I told uh, Wayne, I was like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to the liquor store see if I can find something with ice or something cold. To, to drink, you know, like I say, his ears been burning. He said, you get that Bud Ice from like the general store for like dollar thirty nine. I need something, something to cool like me down drinking and I probably need something cool to sit on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I told, I told Artie and Mike Price yes, yesterday, I said, boys, I might be out the rest of the week. And they said, why? I said, because once I call my boy and let him know about this, I said, he's liable to beat me to death. <laughs> And I may be out for a little while. I may be in. I may be infirmed for a, for a stretch. You, know? oh, you do have your. Do you have a nice note on the floor? Oh boy! It says uh, take Jason Vargo's check. Sir. Oh okay. <laughs> well, at least at least he called me by my Christian name. Well, that's one of the few times. Yeah, Actually, did. Wade wrote the note. Okay. Well, well that that ties up a lot of loose ends. I figured, I figured my boy would be like, hey, take a letter. You tell that sawed-off shotgun motherfucker I ain't paying no more. I knew it was coming, and I hate it. I mean, there's nothing I can do, but it is what it is. Yeah, so enjoy your butt ice. I will. I will. <laughs> Snowed a little bit the last couple days. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Huh? We took, we went, uh, this morning, we took, uh, 
uh, went down to Pineville over to, to man because we didn't want to go over Bull Mountain. Yeah. Yeah, this been it was bad. Yeah. There for a stretch. I, I didn't realize it was gonna be that bad. Was it Monday morning? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, where did all this snow come from? I, I had think, to drive to Welch. I think oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's never fun driving to Welch when it's well, not snowing. Exactly. When it's nice out. Uh we're supposed to get I think two to four Thursday. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's what meteorologist uh Artie Riston told me today. <laughs> Is he the one person like who's always looking at the weather? Uh, There's uh, always somebody in the office who's always looking at the weather. That'd be John Stanley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I gotta admit, at my last job, I was the person that was Where always you, looking at the weather. Were you trying to the, trying to get off work? Uh, no, 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 I just I worked from home. It didn't really Oh, it didn't matter. <laughs> oh, because everybody else usually's like like Courtney's looking at the weather because she don't. Oh want to yeah, work. exactly. No, yeah. yeah, no, that's. Man, I'm praying for a snow day. <laughs> no whammies. At our office now, it's, it's definitely way. Wait, wait, wait. Ah, might be able to do. All three of us might be with it. Plus, we drive so much. Well, you got to kind of keep an eye yeah. on what the weather's going to be. That's understandable. Yeah. Totally understandable. So, Ethan got offered by Fairmont. I saw that. Got offered by Glenville, too. Glenville, too. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. I think he's leaning towards Fairmont. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah. No, but the good thing about Fremont is right next to Morgantown. Yeah, yeah, he was pretty. Mm-hmm. Now, Glenville did tell, and I don't think Fairmont did, but Glenville did tell him he might have an opportunity to play basketball, too. Oh, really? So that was kind of enticing, but I think when he, <laughs> I don't think he'd ever been to Glenville, and he was like, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It kind of yeah, is. it kind of is. It's a nice campus. Yeah. It's really nice campus. I heard, and Mike Price was telling me their basketball Facilities, facilities are Somebody was a big knowledge. donor who, who it was oil and, some oil and gas yeah. person, yeah. Yeah, yeah he said it's it's sharp. But uh so yeah, he was pretty excited. So we'll see. Jaina had a large time Friday night. Did she? Was she here? Was she out there? She was not here. Okay. She was in Morgantown. All righty. She called about ten o'clock. In the morning or nope, in the evening? In the evening. Oh. She was on her way downtown. Oh ooh. and she had already been downtown. <laughs> And the only thing I asked her was, please tell me that you have your pepper spray. <laughs> She's like, Justin, the fuck, of course I do. I was like, all right. Did you talk to her in the morning? I did. Okay. She said, I threw up a lot. <laughs> excellent. I said, all right. Well, I don't know if that's excellent or not. That's my baby. You know? Uh, yeah, that's the worst thing. Oh, hey, amen. Bad, yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Uh, this is fun. Well, Oak Hill plays Woodrow Friday at home. Ethan's been out the last four games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll be back because uh, he's had uh, some tissue tissue damage. Yeah. yeah, so we're hoping he'll be yeah. he'll be back. But this is funny because so they went to Glenville and Ethan's girlfriend Kalila went with them. Uh-huh. Okay, and uh, they all pretty much run in the same circles, and so. The Glenville coaches are talking to Courtney and talking to Ethan about, you know, Oak Hill. And he's like, oh, man, I remember back in the day, you know, PG and Tracy and stuff. And Kalila said, stuff played basketball? <laughs> you wouldn't know it now. You wouldn't know it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Coach Brady says it. Women got it. Women got it. Little Debbie. <laughs> Yeah. Betty Crocker. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he's no longer fleet of foot. He's fleet of shot. That's his. He, he, he don't look like a ball player. But at 180 pounds, he could play yeah, ball. His, his, t- 
title DJ No Nothing is, yeah. is DJ No Food. Yeah, <laughs> he knows some food. DJ No More. <laughs> oh, I thought that was DJ funny. can say no. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Ho Ho. <laughs> oh boy, I hope he listens to this. One. We're gonna pay for this at the birthday party. Yeah, we are. I'm doing. First of all, it's a good thing W plays at eight. Let's so we've got a distraction from eight to ten. Okay, good. That will keep us from just well, sitting around. It'll be a buffer. It just sit around. And plus, I don't have a bar at my house, so there's no, you know, place where there's well, that's what a hurt. whole bunch that's, of liquor. That's what screwed us up last year. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, and I, I'm not doing. I do one shot before the game's over. Okay. That way, I can at least make it till ten. Let me know. Let me know how that works. Out. <laughs> that's the plan. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be asleep at ten yeah. like I was last now, year. How many times do? Or in the parking lot. Yeah. Or in the parking lot. Uh, uh, in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> it was a parking lot. Yeah, that it was night. a parking <laughs> lot that night. Yeah, you were in the driveway. Mm-hmm. I think I still got a picture of that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> oh, shit. You got anything else other than we'll dive into some sports nah, stuff? Nah, nah. Okay. Been a pretty boring week. 49ers, Eagles, Bengals, Chiefs. I think what it, I was thinking about that. That's a pretty good set. That's a pretty good. The lines are close. Yeah, I mean, that's. That, Two and a half, one. Those, and I think actually teams, the, all four the Kansas City would... line started at one and a half for them, and now it's Cincinnati. Yeah. Joe Burrow has their number. Yeah. So, yeah. He's tough. He is, man. He's they, tough. They busted Buffalo. Yeah, they did. So, it it'll be, mm-hmm. should be a good weekend mm-hmm. next weekend for football. I don't know if we mentioned this last week. Did we mention that Chad Scott is the offensive coordinator? Yes. In name only? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned that or yeah, not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. Okay. You don't have Sudden Link, do you? Yeah. You do? Uh-huh. Or Sudden Optimum? Uh, yeah, Optimum. Did now you get new boxes? No, I did not yet. Was you get new boxes? Well, I mean, you had DirecTV before, right? Uh, no, I I just did Hulu. I just streamed. So you just when did you get? Selling within well, the last year. It was after football season, so yeah. So it was it was December. Okay, because my shit's been cutting in and out. Okay. John Stanley's been having issues with his stuff, so he okay. called them, tell them to come out. <clears throat> they told him that if you've got TiVo boxes, which I've got two. Uh huh. That are over three years old, uh-huh. maybe they're obsolete and they cause problems. So I've them. had these since I lived on Burkholder. Oh which shit! Was six years ago. Uh huh. And, and my stuff cuts in and out. Yeah. So I didn't know if you were having issues. Did, or not. Uh, did you switch boxes? No, I haven't switched anything. Oh. They gave me. I, I just brought the same boxes over yeah, here. I, was saying, I just didn't know they were obsolete. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to switch. Yeah. Boxes. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if you were. No, no. I am going to get. I am going to get uh, uh, DVR, TiVo, whatever it is with Optimum. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Is I've got all that stuff recorded, right? And I'm probably going to lose it. Yeah, which sucks. But I digest. A lot right. of it isn't worth watching anyway. True. Uh, all right, let's jump into Texas. Twenty turnovers. Unreal. Eighteen. I mean, Eighteen by the starters. I mean, it wasn't even like they were like, you know, the the defense made a good play. They were dribbling ball out of bounds, or throwing a radius like, or throwing a lob from the out of bounds play in the crucial part of the game with no pep on it whatsoever. Derek Stevenson. I mean, they were just they, they weren't even like tough. Like they're going against a tough defense. We just made dumb plays, stupid turnovers. I mean, they were killer turnovers too. At the most inopportune time. Yeah, I mean, our, our point guard, he had a good game scoring, Kitty, but... He, what, had 20, he, has, he had 22 points, but he had six turnovers. Six turnovers? Your point guard can't have six turnovers. 
Just, just can't. He just can't have six turnovers. Not I'd rather him have ten points and no turnovers. Not against the seventh best team in the no, country. No, exactly. Not exactly. against anybody for that matter. But, and, and, and quite honestly, if you look at the stats and what we did, it's amazing we only lost by eight. It is amazing we only lost by eight. Stevenson was a no-show. He had to miss three wide-open three-pointers. He was two of nine. I mean, to the point where I couldn't believe he missed them because they were so wide open. It's usually That's automatic. It should be automatic. Uh, Mitchell played a half. He, he disappeared in the second half. He was great in the first half. I think Matthews was one of six. Matthews was awful. Yep. I mean, it was, Jimmy Bell was a non-factor. He had four points. Yeah, I mean, it no, was only took just, four shots. Yeah, I mean, it was... It was a, Toussaint played five minutes, I bet, something like that. Well, he I don't think he played. got in the game until there was uh, eight minutes left in the first half. Yeah. He only and, played like 11 minutes. Yeah, he didn't get in the second half till, till almost five minutes left. Yeah. I, and Huggins said afterwards he, he just got caught up into the game and didn't didn't realize it. How did he get caught up in the game to the coach? <laughs> I mean, I defend him as much as anybody. Exactly. That, that's the vital. But that, I, that's, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't buy that. I'm not buying that shit. Mm. I'm not buying that shit. So, yeah. I mean, I mean. That game was simple. I mean, it's again, it's another game where you look at it and it's eerily similar to football. Where you think, we had a chance to win that game and we found a way to lose it. We, those are way too many games like that. Where you think, we could have won that game, but we found a way to lose. And I think Huggins said it best under the game. We're a bad team. We are a bad We're team. just a bad team. Who on our team, I almost asked this was my sports question, but I changed it. Who on our team do you think is all Big 12? Nobody. Maybe Mitchell? Keeney might sneak in there? Stevenson is when not. you say all Big 12, you say the first three? First three. And I'll even count on Mitchell. Probably Mitchell. Mitchell? I'd say Mitchell. At it, that's it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Keeney. And if Keeney is the guy you're relying on down the stretch, you're hurt. we're in trouble. Because yeah. he is a terrible decision maker. Speaking of trouble, we're having trouble playing this. <laughs> because my fucking internet's out again. <laughs> Thanks, Optimum. <laughs> I need to get Sander you, Paul on the you line. Need some, you need some new boxes. I need to get Sander Paul on the line. <laughs> Jesus, Joseph and Mary. I mean, it's unbelievable. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, no, Keep bitching. No, but that's, I mean, that, I mean, there is no, there is not one person on this team who said, yeah, we need something. He's going to get it. Make it happen. Yeah, he's going to do it. Last year, at least, you know, you'd have Taz try, but we don't. Or towards the end of the year, it was Curry. Yeah, exactly. Just let exactly. Curry get right. to the rim. Yeah, and we don't we don't have anybody right now that I want to say that I say you know we need to get the ball to him if we need to score. I just don't know who we're gonna get to. I was I was so mad after that game. I I told you I didn't listen yeah. to the post game. Then I got my boy, big Huggins fan, Saint Tom Booth, <laughs> texting me. Oh, good. Okay. And he's right. literally texting me what I'm watching. <laughs> He's like, Huggins doesn't do this. Huggins doesn't do that. We suck. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I know. Yeah. I know. So I didn't answer. So then Sunday rolls around. He calls at 1.30. I answered the phone. And then we started talking about what's going on. And then he goes into it again. <laughs> so then we get to work on Monday. And I told Artie and Mike, I was like, listen, if my boy comes up here, I'm not listening to the press conference again. I'm going back upstairs. <laughs> I don't want to hear it because I watched it. I know what we didn't do. Exactly. Oh, it was frustrating, yeah. man. We shot, I think that was the fourth game this year we shot under 40%. And we were doing fine in the first half. We couldn't make a buck in the second. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't make a buck in the second. Couldn't do anything. I mean, I mean and it wasn't like they were tough shots. We missed wide open shots. We missed layups. I mean, it's just, 
and then we just threw the ball to him. How we were even in that game, That's I what still I'm saying. have no I mean, idea. I went back and I mean, I didn't, obviously I didn't, I didn't really watch it because I, I was hard enough watching it the first mm-hmm. time. But when you look at the stat line and you look at, I mean, obviously Texas is number seven, and it's amazing we were that close. Yeah, absolutely amazing. It really is. I mean, we shot thirty-seven percent and had twenty turnovers. Yeah, and quite it, honestly, up until two minutes left, we're in the game. We I mean, we, we had a chance that we, we were had a chance to win. at least put it in overtime. Exactly. That's just and, and we we should mention that when it came down to clutch time, we couldn't make free throws. Nope. Key Johnson missed two technicals that would have tied the game, and then he had the ball in his hands and missed a layup that could have tied the game the very next possession. Yes, he did. And uh, Calvin Keaty can't win. I was high on Woggy. He, he's regressed. Oh my God, he's as dumb as a stump. And but, that's what I bet I think he played, all our team's done. He probably played eight, maybe ten minutes at three fouls. Yeah, if that. Now, granted, I know he's still raw. I know he's still, but. The spark he showed at the beginning of the year, I, I didn't think he'd be a double-double guy every game. No. But I thought he'd be a guy we could count on to give us some quality minutes. And he does show potential. They get up on the post one time. He had a nice move and scored. I think it was his game. I don't know game four. But, I mean, he had, you could see there's potential. But he's dumb as fucking a – he's a dumb as a stump. And he just makes – he makes terribly bad decisions out there. And he runs his mouth while he's doing it, which makes no sense to me. Mm-mm. Just do your job, man. Just do, do your do what job. You do. Exactly. It was frustrating. It's very frustrating. They the shot forty-six. We actually out rebounded them twenty-nine, twenty-six. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's it's amazing again that we that we were that close. Because I actually going the opposite way with that, but but I'm surprised looking at the stats that it wasn't worse than what it was, especially individual stats. When the guys you got to count on to score, the guys you got to count on. To show up in these games, who have not shown up. No, and it's it's just frustrating. Mitchell, Matthews, Hughes, you know, Stevenson missing Stevenson. wide open three. He, he's just he's been since Big Twelve play started. He's been, and I don't know. We we talked a little bit about this yesterday, I think. But I mean, do you think the whole the technical foul thing? Well, took out some must. I, I, you think when, when Huggins called him out? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that it's hard not because he hasn't been the same since. It's hard not to correlate those two. Yeah. It may not be anything, but it's hard not to correlate them. I mean, there's there's something going on. Huggins said he's been sick. He actually has been a couple of days in the hospital. He's been sick for a month. Yeah, but I mean, he said he's still ain't got his legs well, back we under. We played seven Big Twelve yeah, games. Yeah, well, if that's the case, then don't play him as much. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, uh, got malaria. Yeah, I mean, come on, give him a, give him a day off uh, if that's the case. Well, I, mean, I think Huggins made a comment last weekend where he said Stevenson told him he he was in the gym Sunday and took a thousand shots, and Huggins was like, "That's too many. <laughs> you don't need to be shooting a thousand shots." Yeah. Work on your passing. God, he's an awful passer. We're so we throw lazy passes. Oh my man. God! I mean, it's it's just. Lazy passes. I just, so bad. It's so bad. And I'll tell you what, and man. Seth Wilson trying to catch the ball one-handed and come around the corner. I wanted to throw my, a shoe at the TV yeah. when he did that. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's catch just, the ball first. Can't do anything to you catch the ball. Can't do anything to you have the ball. I mean, I I don't know, man. We still, <laughs> of course, we got, of course, you got the fish fry Friday, which will mm-hmm. be, and Charles Barkley will be there, which will be cool, I guess, maybe. Till the game starts at noon. Yeah, you still you still feeling good about that one? No, no, no. All the all the feel goodness is out of it. It's gone. 
We still have okay, so we're what eleven and eight. Mm-hmm. We're one and six in the league. We still these are the road games we still have to play. At Texas, who's seventh. At Kansas, who's ninth. At Baylor, who's seventeenth, who just beat Kansas. Mm-hmm. At TCU, who's eleventh, who we beat at home, but just busted Kansas's ass yeah. at Fall Gallon. By, by twenty three. <laughs> we gotta go to Iowa State who's ranked and two Texas Tech tomorrow. So there's six. Might win one of those. Which, which one? Tomorrow. You think? Might. Maybe. Possibly. We'll and see. then you got Oklahoma State, K-State, Texas Tech, Iowa State at home. A home. A home. A home. Got to win out home. Got to win up. Oh, you're not winning. Win you're winning yeah. one of those games maybe on the road. And then, we, of, course, of course, Auburn. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I just. I can't see it. I don't see it. You know, it used to come to Morgantown, man. It would be like it, it was tough to get out with the wind, but don't seem like it anymore. Mm-mm. Doesn't seem like it anymore. We're the only in the toughest league in America. We're the only team on your schedule that you, you say we can pencil that one in as probably a win. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's looking at us. They're going, yeah, we win that game. We'll mm-hmm. win that game. Move on to the next. Exactly. All these schmoes out here in other places doing podcasts like ours are saying, yeah, we'll win that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they got more yeah. listeners than us. They do. <laughs> well, they probably also have sponsors. Yeah, exactly. And they're, yeah. Not, and they're probably and also not drinking Bud Ice. <laughs> Shame on them. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> they're fancy living. All right, so we'll, I don't know, man. Texas Tech tomorrow night. Auburn Saturday. I mean, the best thing it's, I can hope for is You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of we were going to go in football playing Iowa State. And I was like, this is the battle of the last place teams. And we came out. On the wrong side of that one, and I'm worried about coming out. Yeah, because I think we're eleven and eight, and they're ten and nine. Yeah, they're they're zero and seven in the league, and we're one and six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is very similar to what it was when we went and played Iowa State. Yeah. yeah. So I hope it's a different. Outcome. So we're not overly optimistic. Is no, that what you're telling me? Not at all. Okay. Not at all. I appreciate that, Clark. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll see. Take a break. Yep. All right. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Slowly but surely working my way through this butt ice. I'm battling. <laughs> you know what else is battling? My internet, internet. internet provider. Yep. That one's on the computer, so it's got to be. It's oh, got to hey, come back yeah. up. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it works. So you just need to cuss. It's like, it'll work you know, it's like we're watching games, and I start cussing the player, and they start doing well. Yeah. That's kind of like the TV. Doing, yeah. I should start cussing the entire team. Yeah. Maybe that will help. Can't hurt. All right. You ready for four questions for two assholes? Yeah, why not? All right, so speaking of Stevenson, we kind of left off here. Who had, and there's still time to play, there's still room to play, so it could be men's. But to this point, who had the bigger drop-off this year? JT Daniels or Eric Stevenson? Ooh, that's a really good question. Um, <sighs> Let me quantify this by saying I don't know because basketball is more of an individual sport and football is more of a team. Well, I think JT's performance is predicated obviously on are his receivers catching balls, is the offensive line blocking. I think he got hurt. I don't think he ever admitted. Yeah. I think he was hurt. And, and, and Stevenson is more are you going to make shots, are you going to play defense, mm-hmm. or are you going to play with energy? Uh, I was very – it seemed like something happened in the middle of the season in football where JT – I don't think he forgot how to play football. Mm. 
But I mean, there was a noticeable drop off. Noticeable drop off. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a culmination of the. I don't know if he checked out. I don't know if it was the line playing bad. Donaldson going out for the year. I mean, there's so many other factors. So I don't know if I could totally put it on JT completely. And the coaching probably has something to do with it too, obviously. I'd probably say Stevenson. He went from shooting 50% from three-point line to 25. Yeah. In the in Big 12 play. And, it, and it's not like he's shooting contested shots. Yeah. This he's last game, good he had wide open shots. Wide open shots. So, yeah, I, I honestly think, and I agree with you, I think you know, football is a lot more in play than just just individually when it comes to physical performance. I think Eric Stevenson very subtle for Do you think that had some – well, of course, I mean, again, a lot of these shots have been open. I just – I wonder, we, we played – we've played 12 – Non-conference games to this to this point, we mm-hmm. were ten and two, and we played two top ten teams mm-hmm. and lost to both of them. Mm-hmm. So, were we were we kind of fooled by by our schedule? Well, but our schedule is still the other teams are still we played slobs. I mean, I haven't looked at what Florida and Pitt have done. Yeah, since we played them, I mean, we blew Florida out. Pitt was good. They got beat this weekend by somebody. I can't remember. So, but again. You you make you make open shots. Yeah, that's his job. So I mean I, I don't I don't know that I could necessarily say it's it's like we, it's, it's because necessarily the competition that we've played. I mean I don't know. I just I've gone back and forth trying to figure it out. I, I don't know. I yeah, don't exactly. know what the and, and I thought he was a better defender than what he is. He's not. He's better than Sean McNeil. Don't get me wrong. Way better than Sean McNeil. But he's not the lockdown defender I thought he's coming in to be. He's a high energy guy, but I don't think he has that high energy anymore. I don't know what it is. Well, Mike Price, I think Mike Price said it best. He said, you know, he seems like one of those guys who, if he's not on on the offensive end, it completely affects him on the defensive end. Yeah, I agree. And I could totally see that. I agree. Because he he stays in foul trouble. Mm -hmm. He hasn't been shooting well. Nope. He's obviously emotional. Yeah, he hasn't passed the ball well. He hasn't passed the ball well. Makes terrible decisions. So, I mean, it it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Especially since... He's supposed to be our, our team leader in basketball. Yeah. Right so. All right. What's your sports question? Well, it's it's similar a little bit, a little bit. So we had high. I don't want to say high expectations for football this year, but we had expectations. Yeah. Well, we both picked us to win eight games. Yeah, we did. So it's kind of. And then we started out with the pit game, which we should have won, <laughs> and then we busted Virginia Tech's ass. Obviously, lost to Kansas. But. Prior to the season in football, and I'm gonna say, from the from December from the New Year's Eve through now, are you more surprised or disappointed with how the football season turned out, or how basketball team has turned out from non-conference to now? I'm more surprised about the basketball because there's always that <clears throat> lingering doubt with Neil Brown. Right now, and it's just it's just there that it, that it can't get over up to win those big games. And I think we had it from the pit game. We had expectations that we were going to win. The pit and Kansas blew that bubble. And every time we th- we seem to get our hopes up, we get get let back down again. Be one step forward, two steps back. And it was an entire season long. So, and to this point in time, it wasn't unsurprising because we'd seen it. Everything that we saw this year in football, we have seen already in football. With under Neil Brown, we've seen the exact same scenario play out 
year after year under Bill Brown. This year, I mean, I remember talking. We were after we played Purdue and had a few more wins and beat the shit out of Florida. I was talking about us being potentially winning the Big Twelve. I'm fucking a lunatic. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, it's. It, it, we, I was on. I was yeah, on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I said this could be a Sweet Sixteen team. And, and and I really thought that the way they were playing well, they were very cohesive. And I and I've said it again. I, I know I'm being an old drum here, but ever since that Perez announcement that he wasn't going to be able to play this year, this seemed like this team has dropped off, and we have not played ex- the same since. And I don't. I, and there I don't may be no I, correlation. I don't but get it. ever since that, that Saint was it Saint Mary's? Who was it that we played? Not Saint Mary's. Stony Brook. Stony Brook. Ever since that Stony Brook game, we have not been the same. We had played great up to that point and not been the same since. And it's not like it was been a small drop off in play. It's been a cataclysmic drop off. And the worst thing about it is it's not the same thing every game. One game is no, we find, we find different ways exactly, to lose. Exactly, find ways to lose. I mean, the Oklahoma game, we had four turnovers and shot 52% and lost. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got you got the you got Eric Stevenson getting a technical and fouling himself out of a game that loses us a game. You get uh, uh, you got one game you got turnovers like the last game. You one game you can't make free throws. Every game, everything's a di- it's a different thing every game. So you and somebody said it on three guys four games whack a mole. And you try to you fix one thing, and someone else pops up. So and, so what what how do you fix that? You can't. You you're, we're playing for next year at this point in time. We're seeing who I, I think, and you can tell the bench is getting smaller. I'm surprised. At the end of the game, with crunch time, we had Kobe Johnson and Seth Wilson in the game. Conquit. Well, I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" And and, and I know we are, um, you know, we're defenders of Huggins, but I gotta say, sometimes he gets a mindset of what he thinks is going to work, and he is dead set on whenever it's clutch time, we're going to have Jimmy Bell in the game, and. I think it's worked one out of ten times this I year. I don't know why we didn't play the lineup that we did against TCU. I don't understand why we don't throw Mitchell. When, when, when the other team centers 6-8, put Mitchell at the five. Mitchell in the five. Yeah. He, can, he scores just even though he holds on the ball too he, long. And he's soft. Sometimes he just needs to go that. up. And he does. Yeah, quit pump faking to that little word. But, I mean, that lineup with TCU worked in the last five, seven minutes of the Yeah. Game. I don't understand. Don't, and we didn't go to that I don't, at all. Exactly. I don't understand. Why we don't go to that lineup more often? I don't get it. I just don't get it. But we haven't. And and, and no, we can't, we can't, are stuck we, on. We, he's hey, got to throw it to a big guy. We can't blame it on Larry Harrison. No, exactly. Uh, uh, Steely said, by the way, that he had heard that uh, Huggins got a call. He said we didn't have a meeting. He didn't say who with. Still didn't tell me who was with. Said he came out of the meeting and they called Harrison in the meeting next and said you're out here. Really? Mm-hmm. Huh. So I don't know if if I don't know if if more people were involved in the decision than just Huggins. Like we agreed to It makes last you week. wonder. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. So but that's what he heard. He said Huggins got called a meeting, totally out of the blue, and then Harrison was called right behind him. Well Charlie said that uh I think we talked about this. I don't know if somebody told him he heard the last two home games, Huggins and Harrison were arguing, arguing in the, the tunnel. Uh, tunnel, yeah. About yeah. what I don't know. Exactly, don't know either. So anyway, that yeah, you can't play this last game on Harrison. No, and, and maybe that's the reason why you know with the whole two sons situation, why Huggins has somebody else substitute because he gets 
too wrapped up and playing calls up, he forgets about it. He's got to rest some of his players that are on the court. Yeah. <laughs> when you have to. Yeah, exactly. I don't uh, know, man. God, it's frustrating. It is. It's very so frustrating. frustrating. Oh, you ready for non-sports? Yeah, we'll go non-sports. All right. Mine's work-related. Okay. Okay. All right. So, but ice uh, to that. Huh? But ice to that. But ice to that, yeah. Here's the best bending. <laughs> and Jim Lovey's or whatever you guys are called now. Whatever you goddamn livelies are called. Blue now. Ridge, Outdoors. He calls, me Blue, he, he calls me the funeral home. Blue Eagles. Blue, Blue <laughs> Blue's Clues, whatever he, you guys yeah, are He's called me a lot of things. <laughs> some, most of it's not even good for podcasts. Blue Bonnet. It. I'll never forget when we went, when we, we went to Texas and he bought our tickets. Uh-huh. And we were, I was in his office and he was looking up flights. And he pulled up. He said, Jet Blue. Jet Blue. He said, Goddamn Jet Blue. He's like, I don't even know if that's a real airline. <laughs> he said, Goddamn Jet Blue's got buy one, get one for $99. Round trip to Austin. <laughs> I said, Still, that's probably a fucking livestock plane. Yeah. You're riding the cargo yeah, hold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on the same plane as Indiana Jones and Sean Connery were in in the fucking Last Crusade. <laughs> oh, oh shit! shit. Oh, where I was going? I, I was going somewhere with that. Uh, you're, you're, no, it's work related. Okay, work related. All right, so I'm in sales, and I've I've flown under the radar as long as I possibly can, mm-hmm. and they've tried to lump me into this other group now. Okay, uh-huh. so part of the since we've merged, there, there's a lot of meetings. There, yeah. We have meetings about the meetings we're getting ready to have. Yep, I remember okay. those days. All right, so we're doing that. So one of the things that they've got us doing now is is we're, we're having these meetings once every two weeks, and it's an hour and a half of, of basically role play. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Where, you know, you're the buyer, I'm the seller. Oh, yeah. I've been doing this 14 years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, now... Old girl that they brought in as the sales coach. Uh-huh. Okay, now what we're doing now is the prospect blitz. So <laughs> what we do after that meeting is we take another hour and they all listen in as you cold call a prospect. Oh, that's call- God sounds awful. Oh yeah, tell me about. Oh it. man. So, so guess who skipped out on those two meetings today? That'd be this guy. Okay, that'd be this guy. Now Jimmy Lively, God bless him. Is that hip surgery? I hope he's okay. Oh, I didn't know that. He had hip surgery. Okay. He's gonna be out for about six, six to twelve weeks. Oh wow! Yeah. So in his spare time, if he catches up on the podcast, I'm probably gonna be getting called to the principal's office. <laughs> so I'm pushing back a little bit on that mm-hmm. because number one, I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Because I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah. I don't need somebody listening. And, to and, and you can be and wait, wait, not talking about this. You can be as good as you can at something. But when somebody's at your, over your shoulder looking it, it's, in... It, it affects you. It affects you. I don't care what yeah. they say. It well, affects you. that, number one. And number two, as you probably know, a lot of the people that I prospect talk a lot like I do. Right. So yeah. there's probably a lot of people on that call that uh, aren't going to want to hear that. Exactly. When I'm like... Hey, motherfucker, how's your insurance yeah, going? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not what they're going to want to do. You should have called Jason Steele. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's what I should do. 
That's exactly what I should do. You know what? That's you know what? As kind of a ruse, I should do that. Should That's do exactly that. what I should do. I'm like you know what? I got this guy. He's got a farm. He's got three or four businesses. Let's give him a call. Yes. And I'll wait till it's a day when the phone's still out, and you it know, is. and old girl's pissed off, and she didn't do something, and and Brandon didn't show up for work or some shit. <laughs> Or he got a bill from his insurance company. Or I can't make my letter at number eight. He gets me real mad if I'll make my number eight. He didn't like it. I bet your number eight's a lot better than mine is right now. I'm a number zero right now. So anyway, so they got me. So I'm not on board with it. So my question to you is this. What's the worst or most uncomfortable work situation that you've ever been had forced upon you? Oh, man, we had a regular regular DEI check-in, diversity, equity, and inclusion check-ins. And we have a very diverse, when I was at conference, it was very diverse. And there were people from all over the country. And anything that was considered a aggression or migration was blown way out of proportion. Was it? To the point where I wanted to skip the DI meetings. Was it that to the, bad? To the point where I started skipping the DI meetings. Did you? And, and, and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm a little to the left, and I'm 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 socially liberal, fiscally conservative, always have been, and and I was sitting there and be uncomfortable, and I felt bad. There was one kid who worked with us who was a preacher, and he's very socially conservative, mm-hmm. and for all these people who talk about diversity, equity, inclusion. They don't like it when somebody else is not like them, right. which is part of the first word the of that yeah. thing is diversity. <laughs> right. So I spoke up one time mm. and said, I don't think we are taking into account the feelings of those on this call who might not, who might right. not feel the same way you right. do. And I caught hell for that, even though I, I am. Did you <laughs> so, really? Yeah. But I was defending uh, a person who I knew who was... He didn't want to speak up. Right. You know, he just didn't want to speak up in front of all of his people. Sure. He didn't want to be, but I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, you never did. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, man. So I, I started being very uncomfortable in those, in those. Uh, for example, one time we were we were doing a, uh, they were doing a training. It was a DI training for some of our vistas. And I was in charge of the music. And I put a song on during the break that said, this land is my land. It was one of my, one of my favorite songs. And there was a lady who's the DI coordinator who's Indian background who said, ouch, because it's not. Oh, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> shit like that, man. I was like, fuck. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I can, yeah, I can, yeah, I can, I can understand. Really, okay. yeah. right. <laughs> and on a side note, we were talking about this today, too. Where we've gone, we're, I mean, it's, it's I mean, we're corporate now. We're not, we're not mainstream anymore. Mm-hmm. We're corporate. And I was talking to John and, and Artie and Mike. And I said, you know what? I said, if, if HR <laughs> would happen to put a bug in our office, uh, we would be the template for the before picture. Yeah. Of like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, when, yeah. when they start showing their oh, videos yeah. of what oh. not to do in the workplace yes. or what not to say in the workplace, yes. that would be us. Yes. 100%. Yes. 100%. <laughs> And that includes Mike Malay, who's only there 15 minutes a week. Whew, that's, too, that's 15 minutes too much. Well, hey, it's, hey, <laughs> hey, it's 15 minutes of offensiveness. i got to spend a golf trip with him. 
<laughs> you did or do? I'm going to. Oh, in boy, February. God bless you. God bless you. Oh, man. I think, I think Brett said it best. He said Mike treats that place as a gas station. He uses it for coffee and a bathroom. <laughs> and he'll whistle up the steps every now and again. And like, hey, what are you fuckers up to? All right, well, I'm going back downstairs. I rode a couple third graders up on the bus today. <laughs> Because I always ask him where he drives for the, for the board. I, say, I always say, did you get the youth of America to school safe and sound today? He's got a buzz cut now. He came in today. I was like, damn, you're hot tight. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, he started doing all the curly and shit. Oh, man. That deal, man. Old Mike Mullane. Yeah, he's yep. something else. I don't know how he roofied... Uh, Sheila and the yeah, walk, I know it. walking down you know, the road. Somebody who's uh, all swing at, what is it, the I'll Kick Discovery? Yeah. <laughs> There's one right there. There's one right there. <laughs> all right, what you got? All right, I literally came up with this question in the driveway because I had two, what is this? 24 ounces of 25 ounces. How about 25, of, buddy? 25 ounces of Because 24 ice. just ain't enough. It's, <laughs> you got to have that one extra ounce. Of spittle at the bottom of it. <laughs> you do. Hey, we're having trouble playing this. <laughs> yep, not again. Yeah. Um, How about that? What's the worst beer you ever had? The worst beer I ever. Oh, Appalachian ale. Appalachian, Appalachian ale. ale. Appalachian ass, we called it. Because <laughs> we had all them beers on tap at Dirty Ernie's. We had Honey Brown. We had uh, Killian's. Honey Brown. We had Bud Light. Mm -hmm. um, trying to think what else we had. Probably maybe Miller. Uh -huh. I think we initially started out with six. But Big Ron was all about Appalachian. we got to have something local. <laughs> Which I'm all about local. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Exactly. But it's got to be something that doesn't burn your tongue. <laughs> it's something you want to have more than one of. Yeah. <laughs> like when you or at least take, when you, you want to finish one. When you take a drink <laughs> and your tongue starts boiling <laughs> and smoke comes out of your mouth. I remember that Appalachian. Oh, it was terrible. That was bad. That was bad beer. Oh, it was horrible. It was like somebody in the garage made it. They were I don't like, even you know, know what, yeah. we should sell this. Yeah. Yeah, it's got yeah. Appalachian yeah. in it. Yeah. Yeah. This is great. <laughs> Who wouldn't drink this other than everyone? <laughs> oh, it was horrible. It's not the worst beer, but all every time when you showed up with a 30-pack of Keys Don't Light. Hey, it was eight bucks. <laughs> eight bucks. At your house? Yeah. 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 I mean, I opened the fridge. I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? I said, it's always, was it, what was the, always smooth? Always a good, uh, what was it? I can't remember. There was a catchphrase yeah. in there somewhere. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, shit. I know exactly what I'm talking about. No, I can't think of it. Always smooth. Oh, shit. Anyway, yeah. I remember that was, but my worst is Icy Light. I, Icy Iron Light. City and I, I, Icy Light are yeah. just, just terrible beer. Yeah, they're bad. Just terrible. I had a beer at uh, the Wrigley Field uh, Old Times. I think that's what it was called. It was god-awful. Well, I was like, I can't believe they actually drink this here. Really? It, 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 it was that bad? It was that bad. It was really bad. Yeah. I just remember drinking Appalachian Ale and being like, God almighty. <laughs> and that was back in the day. I mean, that was before I was a seasoned drinker. But even <laughs> to this day... I still, I still have bitter bear face thinking memory. about it. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Ugh. Uh, it's no Bud Ice. It's, it's not. What is? 
It really what is. I mean, let's be honest. You remember drinking Natty Ice back in college? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that was like $7 a case, too. Matter of fact, you talking about Keystone, I think, and I could be wrong about this, I believe my freshman year in Morgantown, when I was roaming back and forth between Phil McClung's place and Phil Legg's place. Oh, yeah, right. Um because I didn't really live in the dorms first semester because Leslie was pregnant and I was yeah. back and forth partying and shit, acting like an idiot. I believe, because I had your ID. Yep. I believe at one point in time, McClung and Louisa's and uh, Lee Noel uh-huh. sent me down to Dairy Mart, which was right down the road <laughs> from their house. And I bought a case of Keystone Ice <laughs> with change. I took a plate... I had a plate of change, and I had your ID, and I walked in there, and I bought a case. I think it was some sort of freshman hazing. They were like, yeah, you can sleep on the couch, but you got to go buy a beer. Yeah, here's our best quarters we can get together. I mean, there was pennies and dimes and nickels, hay pennies, quarters from Aladdin's castle. I mean, there was all kinds of shit in there. You're filtering through. Yeah. You're like one of those jackasses at the at the at Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We were up there trying to pay for something. I was like, here. I laid the plate on the table, and the guy looked at me. He's like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "It's currency, isn't it?" <laughs> you're like Dewey Crow that one time. He's, yeah, he's Dewey. At, yeah. He's at Audrey's paying mm-hmm. for a drink, point out a quarter penny. Yeah, that was me. I took a plate and bought a case of Keystone. And I swear to God, it was it was, couldn't have been more than seven dollars, <laughs> maybe eight. If I say eight, I might be high. You might be high. I think. <laughs> hey, I think I think it was eight, and they threw in a bag of ice. Because they're like, you have to chill this shit because it's bad. Yeah, you need. Like you, you can't you cold. can't drink this cold <laughs> enough. Like I know it's been in the cooler at thirty four degrees, but you need to ice this shit down. <laughs> Because there is a good chance you're going to vomit tonight. <laughs> I know, Mr. Lanier, my favorite beer back in those days was Schaefer. Me and Moody loved it because it said, it's a good beer if you're having more than one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great slogan. Hey, hey, they were honest. They owned it. They owned it. It was right there in front of them. They were self-aware. <laughs> so, I was at Elliot's the other day. Me and Taz went over there for lunch Saturday, and um, <laughs> by the way, I had their andouille sausage uh, sandwich. It was fucking delicious. What was it? It's an andouille sausage sandwich. Never I don't had know. It. They had a little flyer on it. It was really you good. Oh. Um, but uh, this guy sat down. He's like, you guys have bush light in a bottle? And she's like, and I'm getting, I don't know what that girl's name is. She was like, yeah. It's like, for some reason, people buy it around here. <laughs> 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 so we got our own special spot for it right here in the middle. <laughs> Hey, I, was like, I was like, West Virginia, yeah. baby. <laughs> Take me home. America. <laughs> America. Fuck yeah. Oh, shit. That's funny. Oh, Lordy. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suffer through the rest of this Bud Ice. Yeah, me too. And uh, probably still one of your Budweiser's. That's fine. Or Bud Lights. That's fine. Where am I? Tony? I'm Tony. All right. One more and I'm going home going to bed. One more and I'm going home going to bed. <laughs>